Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I'm enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. What's going on? Welcome back to Be Great With Nate. In this podcast today, Personally, I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. I know this is going to sound crazy for some of you, but I believe this may be the most important podcast I made today, okay? To date, today is going to be one of the most important podcasts I make. Why is that? This issue that I see, I'm just blown away on how we don't talk about this on the regular, okay? I've come across this information probably in 2014, 15, it changed my life. And my goal today is to help you as far as you and your family, to change you, your, your life, your family's life. I want, I want you to send this to your friends and family members. I'm not exaggerating. We're talking about fungal infections. Fungal infections, depending on where they are in the body, get a different name, which I'm going to be going through. Okay, so dandruff is a fungal infection. Candida is a fungal infection. Toenail uh, fungus is a fungal infection. IBS and IBD are dysbiosis. What is dysbiosis? More bad bugs than good. Leaky gut, according to Paul Check, is a fungal infection. Okay? And the amount of people I see with a fungal infection that is causing the many issues, I believe it's that and insulin resistance are the two things that I see cause many of the people I work with in their problems, fungal infections and insulin resistance. And when you become insulin resistant, you create fungal infections, which I'll be going through. So everything I'm going to bring you through today is based off my experience. I'm certified at the Czech Institute. I have a certification healing fungal and parasite infections in human beings. He had to study that. And he actually made it available to the um, general population, which I, were, I would uh, refer to um, during this work as well. Um, but I've seen this in huh, all of my clients. I'm talking about clients that it can be a mother in the middle of America that I work with. It could be a, you know, a great human being that I work with in London, Australia. And then it's a lot of these Hollywood stars that I work with as well. Fungal infections. In 1961, 50% of Americans had a fungal infection, according to the studies in the Fungus Link by Doug Kaufman. Today, 90% of Americans have a fungal infection. I can't tell you how accurate that is. I cannot explain to you how accurate this is. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay, symptoms of a fungal infection, skin itching and eruptions. I usually see this happen after someone eating something sweet, okay? Pimples that don't clear. So you get pimples that look like pimples, right? You know what a pimple has a white head? You go to pop it, and then a little toxic white thing comes out. No, these pimples right here, you squeeze it, you just get like little blood coming out of it or clear, like a little clear gel coming out of it, and it doesn't go anywhere. The more you pick at it, the more it becomes like a scar. They don't clear. Food cravings is probably number one, specifically starches and sweets, especially right before bed. If you crave this right before bed, there's a huge chance. Why? Fungi, their midnight is our midday. Our midnight is their midday. So when we're going to sleep, these guys are starving. And what are their, their number one uh, food source is starches, carbohydrate itself, just carbs. Carbohydrates, blood sugar disruption, which let me get back to the food cravings really quick. When you do feed it right before bed, when they're active, they, 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 they bore holes into your digestive tract. They bore holes into your organs. They make your cortisol levels go up. What does that mean? If you try to go to bed and they make your cortisol levels go up, cortisol being up, Decreases melatonin and other growth repair hormones, which then leave you what? Not getting sleep. 
or sweating in your sleep or as you're sleeping, you're not really getting deep sleep and you wake up as if you've been wrestling all day. So you depend on stimulants the next morning. Fungal infections also cause blood sugar disruption. What does that mean? Your blood sugar just dropping faster than it should. Why? Because the fungi, they ate it for you. They ate your sugar for you. Fatigue, huge one. The reason why fatigue is going to be a huge one is because what fungi do, they do many different things, which I'll get deeper into in this podcast. But if fungi eat your blood sugar, then you're going hypo, hyper and hypoglycemia all, um, all day, which then means every time you spike your blood sugar and it drops too fast, your body has to produce cortisol to basically pick up its natural blood sugar by itself. You're going to create your own blood sugar through your liver, which then it's very stressful to the body. You overstimulate something we call the sympathetic nervous system. And when you overstimulate the sympathetic nervous system, then that puts you in a, a position to be in fight or flight, which then makes you tired, right? If you're in fight or flight all day, you're going to be tired. So you have blood sugar disruption, cortisol levels being out of whack, insulin levels most likely being high, weight gain, and then you have insulin resistance, and then that all contributes these are little domino effects that continue to increase fatigue. Mental cloudiness. One of the reasons why mental, cloudy, mental cloudiness is going to be a symptom is because when fungi eat, they poop. When, you, when they eat your sugar, when they eat your food, they poop. And this is called the mycotoxin. Mycotoxin. M-Y-C-O-T-O-X-I-N-S. Mycotoxins being released into the bloodstream and, and therefore to the brain cause mental cloudiness. Now, Doug Kaufman also shows that we can develop fungi in the meningeal part of the brain. And anytime fungi eat, just like bread swells and puffs, your brain will swell and puff from when, you're, when your body's eating uh, not too many carbs, just carbohydrate when you feed them, which then can create Issues with mental cloudiness and also depression, which I'll get into in this as well. But that comes from Doug Kaufman. Joint aching and popping. I, was, I, was, I had a one client that came into my gym last year. And she came in and I saw a bunch of uh, pimples on her skin that, didn't, that did not clear. Just everywhere in her skin, all over her arms, her face, everywhere. And then she told me before we warm up, I need to you know, pop some things into place. And I thought she was just talking about her neck. She popped every joint from her neck to her big toe all the way down. Clack, 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 clack. And I was like, whoa, what is going on here? And immediately I looked at her and I said, we're not going to train today. I got to do a presentation for you. Because no disrespect to her at all. She's a very sweet girl. But just by cracking her bones and just sweating a little bit, you can also smell the 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 body's usually backed up with the toxins. So when a when a body has any type of detoxification issue, then the skin is the one that's responsible to basically carry the extra weight of detoxifying. So pimples is not like you're a bad person. It's just your body's just trying to push toxins out. When it becomes body odor starts to become bad. That's another huge sign that, you know, the detoxification system, the kidney, the liver, one of them or all of them are backed up. And when those get backed up, now the skin is pushing those toxins out, not only, you know, through the skin as far as formulating pimples and bumps and things, but also an odor. Okay. Just think about keeping a garbage bag in your garbage can that had food in it and keeping it for weeks. You're going to walk past your garbage like, oh, my God, it stinks. So she was joint. She had a bunch of joint aching and popping. And um, I immediately had to put her on a fungal infection diet. Another reason why is because usually a fungal infection causes inflammation. And inflammation is going to be usually seen, in my experience, for the most part, in the digestive tract. And when it's. When a person has inflammation in the digestive tract, the inflammation of the organ 
communicates each organ in your body does not have its own nerve. Each organ in your body shares nerves with the muscle nearest to it. So the organs in your digestive tract share the nerves of the core muscles. They share the same nerve, which means if the core muscles are inflamed, the digestive tract, like your anything part of your digestive tract is inflamed, the core muscles are, are also going to be inflamed. But the signal that the muscle gets is not, hey, I'm inflamed. The signal that the muscles get is pain. So an organ recognizes the nerve to the organ communication is pain of inflammation and the, sorry, it's inflammation, but the, um, the language to the muscle is pain, which means that the muscle turns off when the muscle turns off. That's why most of you get bloated after eating things that don't sit well with your digestion. You're like, oh my God, why am I bloated? That's the reason why you're bloated because the inflammation from the digestive tract communicates with the muscle nearest to it, which is your core muscles that signal pain. So the muscles won't work. So instead of the muscle feeding, I mean, the nervous system feeding, the central nervous system feeding the nerve channel, oxygen, blood flow, and nutrition to both the muscle and the organ, since the organ is under inflammation, the brain shuts off the circuit to feed the muscle to sacrifice that and put two times more nutrition, oxygen, and food like nutrition towards the organ. Why? Because the body will rather sacrifice the muscle for an organ any day. It's more important. So that's why there's no blood flow going through that muscle, which then leaves a lot of you going to the gym, working really hard, trying to get that, you know, that core muscle, or those tight muscles, but, and then, all, you know, not only the definition of the muscles are not working out for you, no matter what you do, but also you're going to have issues as far as your lunges, squats, deadlift. You're going to go all through your lower back, your knees, and then it'll start traveling up to your shoulders. So you'll be going to get your shoulders adjusted, your ankles, your, your knees, your lower back. I'm sorry. If you, if you have bloating, you'll never, ever, ever fix the problem. I'm sorry to say that. So that's the reason why it also causes joint aching and popping because the joints, now the inflammation of the digestive tract doesn't allow the core muscles to work properly, which then you don't have full control of your deep core muscles for your hips, for an example. Uh, example. So usually the psoas muscle, which is a really deep hip flexor, has to compensate, which then if you look at the, if you Google the iliac psoas muscle, it's a really deep hip flexor, which there manipulates the um, hip joint a lot. So if you don't get any assistance from the internal oblique, the transverse abdominis, which are your deep core muscles, then you put all the pressure on that deep hip flexor, which some people will call a deep core muscle, but it's, it's still a hip flexor to compensate and do most of the work, which then causes stiffness and issues with your joint. Constipation is another big one. Now, there's many reasons why constipation is going to be a symptom of a fungal infection. One of the experiences that I had personally is that a person will have constipation and then they'll alternate between hard, like real little rabbit pebbles or just constipation, hard poop, and then soft stool. So you can see a person have constipation, 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 little pebbles, little pebbles, and then a bunch of diarrhea or soft stool. Uh, one of the reasons why this may be the case for people is because when a person has a fungal infection, they stop the natural rhythm of digestion. They eat your food, they ferment on your food, and then they create mycotoxins, which create a lot of stress in the body, which turn off digestion, which then leaves food just sitting there. Okay. So they turn on the sympathetic nervous system. They create a lot of stress in the body. That's one of the reasons. Now, when I see a client, usually I ask a client, is your stool soft, foul smelling, and floaty? And is there mucusy, is it mucus in it? Now, a lot of people will be diagnosed with IBS and things like that. Talk to your doctor. I'm not saying that go against anything your doctor said, but I am saying to do some additional uh, research. If you look up candina, it's huge symptoms, especially when you start killing off the fungus in your digestive tract, you're going to start seeing yeast die off in your bowel movements. 
that look just like what I said. Okay. Skin issues, psoriasis, eczema, rashes. Usually these are very, very connected to a fungal infection. I met many clients of mine that had these things. As soon as we fixed their lifestyle and put them on, a, I educated them and I referred them the work that I'm going to refer you. They usually clean up, their skin cleans up. White spots on the gum, your gums. And also if you stick your tongue out in the mirror and look in the back of your tongue, see if there's a white coating in the back of the tongue. Huge, huge connection to, that's candida. That's Candida would take over the back of your tongue, down your esophagus, into your digestive tract, which we got to talk about. Swelling under the eyes, which are considered to be bags, a lot of water retention, and then muscle definition loss, like you lose in muscle definition, huge signs of a fungal infection. One of the biggest reasons why is because when a person doesn't sleep at night, they create bags and they create stress. Stress, you can tell somebody they didn't get sleep, oh, look at the bags in your eyes. It's very true. What people have to also understand is that fungal infections create the body to be under the fight or flight. They create mycotoxins. They create issues with blood sugar. They create a lot of issues, toxins and blood sugar and dysbiosis. Remember, I made a podcast the other day about um, how your hormones can be out of balance, right? With the progesterone steel and how everything can be out of balance. Why is that the case? the body being under a lot of stress. Stress communicates with the, the adrenals and then the thyroid. Those things create problems, right? So a fungal infection, I told you there's a couple things that trigger the stress for the HPA access to overwhelm the HPT, which basically means you drain and stress out your adrenals that then start to produce too much cortisol that then create issues with your thyroid. And I named you a couple things that can be the trigger for that. Well, fungal infections trigger stress as far as blood sugar disruption, toxins, and then dysbiosis. So they give you three big stressors in the body, which then create issues with too much production of cortisol and too much production of cortisol creates um, water retention. Specifically, you can find it under your eyes. And then your body becomes something we call catabolic. You become catabolic. What is catabolic? Breaking down. Anabolic is building. So your body's in a, in a rotation of continuously just breaking down muscle tissue, <gasps> tissue where now you're losing muscle and sacrificing muscle because you're just too stressed. I had this experience and I'll share my story here, but I had, um, I'll share my story after going through the rest of it, if, if basically this information, but I had this issue and I lost all of my muscle tissue. And then I wanted to gain weight. And as I was gaining weight, I kind of only took care of my fungal issue in 70%. And I put on some little muscle, but then I put a lot of fat on as well. And if you're watching my thing on YouTube, from fat to fit would be great with Nate. I was 265 pounds in April. I'm 245 to 247 pounds right now. Uh, two, three months later. And I'm my goal is by the end of the year to be down 40 pounds. So these things are real. This is not like some uh, made up stuff. Okay, so some fungi facts. Fungi are decomposers. They digest and assimilate anything you can't digest and assimilate. So if you're dairy intolerant, I mean like lactose intolerant, and you eat lactose, no worries. You still eat it and you know it's not it's going to cause problems? Okay, cool. You just fed those guys. If you are eating more sugar than your body can handle, and this is the biggest reason why I see issues with fungal infections, no problem. They'll eat it for you. Let me make this clear. We are supposed to have 15% bad bacteria, things like fungi, bad pathogens, bad parasites in the body, and 85% good. Okay. But what happens is we get out of balance because the good bacteria needs to eat. The bad bacteria will eat if you if you assist it to. But what we also learn at the Czech Institute, and I'll, I'll link these videos for you uh, down below. We learn fungal infections as a teacher as well. What does that mean? Fungus, it actually can be helpful for some people. 
fungus will save your life. If you're a diabetic, and most of you have blood sugar issues, I'm not trying to, I'm just keeping it real. There's so many people today that have blood sugar issues that since you don't hit a certain equation to be diagnosed and scare you of like a pre-diabetic, you'll keep going until you get that diagnosis or it shows up elsewhere. It creates insulin resistance and shows up elsewhere as PCOS, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, high blood pressure, heart disease, uh, belly fat, visceral fat. Okay. We call it TOFI. Okay. So you're skinny and outside fat and inside a whole bunch of symptoms. Just look up metabolic syndrome. Most people have issues with being overweight or overweight and obesity is another one, a, uh, a symptom of insulin resistance. Anytime you eat too much sugar, for an example, more than you can handle, instead of your bot, your brain only can handle a certain amount of glucose at a time. If you dump in a whole bunch of blood sugar, blood sugar with an imbalance of insulin, not being able to distribute the blood sugar can create issues with your central nervous system. So for years of you doing that and your insulin levels and your hormones are out of whack and your body's trying its best to manage its body because of these, you know, blood sugar disruptions you have, fungi come in and eat it for you. So your body, your organs don't, are not stressed. That's a fact. We have fungi in us. And that's how they start. That's one of the reasons why they start growing more than they should. It's one of the reasons. The toxic food, the junk food that you eat, the nasty, the, to- the Popeye's chicken that you eat, for an example, the Burger King, McDonald's chicken nuggets you eat. When your body can't ass- digest and assimilate most of these toxins and nutrition, I mean, uh, these meats, fungi are decomposers. They'll eat it for you. So fungi, you don't want to get rid of all your fungus. You want a certain amount of fungi in the body. But the re- the first thing people do is when they find out they have like a parasite, a fungal infection, unless you have a parasite and you walk across a jungle and you stepped on a dangerous parasite and you have like 24 hours to live, that's a whole different ballgame. I'm talking about the parasites that are usually have a relationship with our body and you get out of balance. Your puppy got parasites and you may get something. Parasites are very common. There, we We have parasites within us already and fungi within us. They become an infection, infection when we are out of balance with our body, when we're not taking care of ourselves. I've come across so many people that contacted me. I, I became famous, slightly famous for a good three months on TikTok. I became the fungal guy because I was helping people with videos with fungus and I did not want to be the fungal guy. I got emails from doing... um from parasite and fungal infection clinics around the world to come and give a speech about fungus. But here's the catch. I had to support the fact that their product was going to help the person clean up the parasite of fungal infection. And I said, I can't do that because no product in the world is going to save somebody from this issue more than them taking care of their body. You can take the, you can spend thousands of dollars on cleanses. It ain't going to work. You can get rid of it for right now, but you could, you go down that lifestyle. You're going to continue having that fungal infection. I only know this and only say this from the heart because I had two nasty fungal infections that I could not get rid of until recently. And I'll share that story with you. So fungal infections are decomposers. They're mother nature's cops, which means you can, you, I always tell clients, you can cheat man, but you can't cheat God. You can cheat man, but you cannot cheat God. And what I mean by that, God, universe, source. Whatever you're looking for is looking for you. The, you, you know, you can't cheat it. You're calm and you can't cheat it. You can lie to your doctor, lie to your coach that you're not eating cookies at night or you're not licking on ice cream spoons and you don't have any problems with lactose, even though as soon as you drink milk, you start farting and you get nasty soft stool after you can't cheat God. So Mother Nature has its own police. And fungal infections are usually Mother Nature's complete. You know, what we learn at the Czech Institute is that when a person doesn't respect themselves enough and take care of the body, fungal infections will invade the body and put you in the dirt. You have a better chance of being in the dirt and being recycled than wasting time and air on earth. It's a little harsh, but 
it's a deep, 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 deep. That's that's like that goes extremely deep, 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 deep. As far as like people not caring at all, you taking the time to even listen to this, if obviously you care. I'm talking about people, you see these people or some people that really just don't care, and you don't don't judge anybody. But that's one of the things that we learn, and that was me. That was me. This was me. I had a worse fungal infection than most of you listening to this. I still got it. Okay, so fungal infections, a fungi can adapt and survive in almost any atmosphere, environment. What we learned also in school is that fungi is half mammal, half animal, and half plant. So when you try to kill it with some medication that tries to kill the DNA of the the fungi as far as their animal DNA, they'll turn into a plant and then vice versa. They're so, they, they can literally blend into your DNA as if it doesn't exist in a body when you try to kill it off. This thing is very advanced. And I think it was built to be advanced like that for a reason. Whenever you can't digest, metabolize, or assimilate a food, they'll do it for you because they're de- decomposers. So that's why one of the reasons a lot of you, when I tell people about fungal infection, you're like, what do I take? Give me a supplement. Oh my God, give me a supplement. What do I do? Oh my God, hurry up, tell me. I'm like, yo, you have to understand. If I'm taking all this time to break this down for you, I'm trying to educate you on all the reasons why you have one so you understand on what to do. There's not a quick pill for this. The fitness industry will make you want, that's the fitness industry. I'm a part of fitness industry. That's what the fitness industry wants you to believe. Come to the gym 10 times a week and give me all your money and I'll get you in shape. Take the secret pill with these seven supplements. Give me 5,000 or give me a thousand bucks or 500 bucks and I'll give you the supplement and a magic pill to burn your belly fat and get rid of fungal infections and parasites. So here's some, why are fungal infections more common today? I said 90% of the population, according to Fungus Link, have a fungal infection today versus 50% back in 1961. Here's some examples. Commercial grains is one of them. If you take a grain, if you look at commercial grains in the Midwest, some, most of the grains sit in grain fields where they develop fungus on the grains. So according to Paul Check's a program, healing fungal and parasite infections in human beings, he has studies in there that show that by the time the average grain gets to your plate, it was sprayed 10 times with antifungal sprays to try to keep the fungus down on that grain. So commercial grains, number two, commercial farming. If you take a cow and you feed a cow corn, or you feed a cow a diet that the cow is not supposed to be eating, the cow then creates dysbiosis. This is when it's funny to me when people say it doesn't matter about grass fed or or grain fed. And I'm just like, oh my God. They, they, they like to refer to research. Oh, well, there's research study that shows this, it shows that. Research studies are cool, but please make sure you see who fund the research. I'm not sounding like a conspiracy theorist. You can check for yourself. If a cow eats a bunch of grains or a diet that the cow is not built to eat, the cow then creates dysbiosis and fungal infections within itself, which then creates high levels of stress within itself, which means, remember what I told you in my last couple of podcasts, fat is stored. I mean, toxins are stored in your fat cells. So now the cow becomes toxic, stores its fat. I mean, toxins in its fat cells has high, le- the blood has high levels of cortisol, adrenaline, and then they shoot this poor cow up with anti- uh, antibiotics which then creates more of dysbiosis and more fungal infections in the body. They kill it and you eat it. And you eat it. And you want to know why inflammation goes up and all these problems happen. Not only are you eating the toxins that were part of that cow, but you're eating, you're taking in the blood of that, that cow. If you look up into... I was fascinated when I, when I learned this information, then I learned the things like, um, you know, the way that the Jewish community, um, 
Jesus, there's a name for it. I know most of you are saying it right now. It's, I'm drawing a blank. But a lot of religions, you know, bless their food and the way that they kill the animal and the way that they pray over the animal after and the way that they have respect for the animal and make sure the animal has a good life. The, you know, these beautiful religions knew about this for thousands of years. Thousands of years. Why? Because if the animal has a happy life, had a happy diet, and then dies in a peaceful way, and then you soak it a certain way, so you soak the meat a certain way, and then you cook and you eat it, you're getting clean. You're taking that animal into your your body. You're eating a happy, healthy animal. Now, when you look at most of the research on meat being bad for you, especially red meat, most of these studies are built from the commercial meats, the commercial animals. That's a fact. So, which makes it understandable. I understand why some people go vegan. I understand why some people go vegetarian. I understand. But there's a fact behind it. The research is being supported by conventional and commercial farming. So if you go to, you know, I know a lot of people who went vegan or vegetarian who felt great for the first couple months to a year, even two years. And then health went downhill where they created nasty fungal infections themselves. So there's a balance. If it works for you, great. If it's not working for you no more, question yourself and, and I'll be open. Number three, uh, uh, excessive sugar consumption. If you look at studies, and research on how much sugar we consume today, insane, but how much sugar is in most of the stuff in the grocery store. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was 85% of food in the supermarket today has added sugar. 85%. Too much sugar creates blood sugar issues, but then feed these guys, right? Processed drinks, Gatorades. Oh man, let's talk about Gatorades. When Gatorade first came out, Gatorade had no sugar in it until it was bought and added sugar. Sugar dehydrates the body. Say what you want. Sugar dehydrates the body. That's a fact. So, especially processed sugar. So, you have an athlete, you have your son or you have your daughter in sports and then you give them a Gatorade because it hydrates them. I can give you 10 supplements that are 10 times better than Gatorade that just has the minerals in it without at all the sugar. And what happens is now your, your kid is from 6 to 10 to 12, and then they have athlete's foot, fungal infection, dandruff, fungal infection. Fungal infections, if you read the book, The Fungus Link, which I'll refer and, and give more examples, create ADD, ADHD behavior. Yeah. Gatorade, soda. Your healthy green juices that you buy from Whole Foods. Oh, cool. Nice. All right. Look on the back and see if there's cane sugar in it. Pasteurization is another one. And you can learn more about this from Dr. Oh, man, I keep forgetting your name. The Price Foundation, you can find more about this. When you pasteurize milk, you kill off all the enzymes in the milk, along with a threat of bacteria. That is true as well. Let's not overlook that. But if you go to Europe, if you go to certain parts of the world, Africa, Europe, Mexico, I'm, fa I'm fascinated when I work with clients that are on Zoom in London and different parts of the world, uh, Australia. Pasteurization of milk makes the milk dead, which means you take that milk in, your body can't really digest and simulate it because unless it, it sacrifices its own enzyme life force to break it down, which creates stress. Okay, so if you look up Weston A. Price, found it, Weston A. Price, look up his research about pasteurization. He came across in the early 1900s. He believes it's one of the four things that are creating degenerational diseases in people. And you can look that up and learn more information about that. Radiation of food and meat, 
when you overcook and over, you know, when they radiate food to last longer on shelves, that can create a lot of issues. But here's the biggest one. You ready? Antibiotics. Look up where the antibiotic is, especially the one of the most popular ones. What is an antibiotic? They're usually a fungus because they compete against bacteria for food. So antibiotics can be life-saving. Let's not get it wrong. I mean, how many, it saved a lot of lives, okay? Saves a lot of lives. But what it also did too is it kills off the good bugs as well, okay? So what does that mean? If you never took probiotics and repopulate your gut after antibiotic, you may want to do so. And I will walk you through that at the end of this podcast. Okay. Also, here's some extra things that can create a fungal infection. Environmental stress, especially if you grew up with mold in your house. Stinking thinking. Money about money stress. Job stress and fear. Fear from things you see on social media. Fear on the Ring app. I think the Ring app is very informative, but Jesus, my girl got the Ring app now. Oh my God. She's out here trying to save dogs and stuff. I'm like, yo, the Ring app will let you know. It's a constant reminder on, and you go outside, I go outside and it's so peaceful, but then on this app, my neighborhood is scary, <laughs> right? Um, TV, news, why does this all matter? Because stinking thinking, stress from mental, mental stress creates over um, the sympathetic nervous system to overwork, which then creates cortisol levels which then lowers your immune system and puts you in the reptilian brain, which I'll I have to make a whole podcast on the reptilian brain. But basically you do the same thing today you did yesterday. You know you're not supposed to eat sugar, but you have a bad habit of eating sugar, even when you know it's not doing you good. Because you're, 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 you're tapped into the reptilian brain. Okay, so personal experience from me when I work with clients. I worked with probably one-on-one where I spent the minimum of 10 weeks with a client 75 of those, but probably over 500 clients I spoke to in the last 365 days that I gave at least 30 minutes to and thousands of people that I communicated on the internet. Blood sugar issue is one of the main reasons why I see people have a fungal infection in my personal experience, because most people have blood sugar issues. They eat way too many carbohydrates they can handle. That's one of my, my experience. Fungus eats and poops, which creates mycotoxins. Mycotoxins create allergic reactions in the body. I used to have the worst allergies that you've ever seen in a human being all year round. I used to sneeze probably a hundred times a day. I used to tear from my eyes all day. I couldn't really open my eyes in the sunlight. I used to always be congested. And even if you listen to some of my old podcasts, you'll hear me congested. But as I took care of my fungal infection more, I no longer have so much congestion. Fungal infections can evade body tissue. One of the things that we look for is the, um, the IT band. Usually the IT band is like a rock solid hard on a client that has a really bad fungal infection. They disrupt the immune system and allows parasites and pathogens to increase. So you'll never really, if, you, if you're someone who thinks that they have a parasite infection, we're taught to attack the fungal infection before the parasite. And you can attack the parasite all day. But as long as there's the fungal infection, it is suppressing your immunity. And if it's a, a suppressing immunity, parasites can thrive in a body with low immunity. And so this does diseases do too. So we learned on the life totem poles that a person is happy, healthy, but then they become fatigued. Then they create a fungal infection. And then usually you see cancer or some type of disease. So I challenge you, Look for someone who was diagnosed with something in your family or even yourself. This is just some random homework I'm going to give you. And see if you can spot fungal infection on them. Because usually fungal infections come first. Sometimes you can spot it on their nails, toenail fungal infection, athlete's foot, yeast infections, ringworm, leaky gut, jock itch. A lot of you are going to notice that your boyfriend or your husband's or your sons are going to be scratching their nuts a lot. Excuse my language, but I'm just keeping it real. 
I used to work with a lot of teams in 2019. In the afternoons, I used to work with teens after school that had the, the that all play college baseball now, which is awesome. And they would take they they it was just second nature. They didn't understand how many times, especially the first couple of days I worked with them. They're just scratching down there, picking at it right in front of me, right in public. I'm like, but they don't understand that they're doing it. It's subconscious. It's a bad itch. Right? So it's very challenging putting a young man on a, or a young woman when ice cream is around them and pizza is around them on a fungal, an antifungal diet. And there's only one real way you can do that that you can be successful, that I was always successful with, which I'll share with you. Um, I'm not going to just leave you hanging without giving you what to do on this podcast. So other examples of fungal infections, ringworm, candina, uh, candina, uh, athlete's foot, jock itch, thrush, dandruff, leaky gut syndrome via fungal infection. We learned that fungal infections bore holes into the digestive tract, and then when they bore holes in the digestive tract, they allow toxins and undigested protein to leak out into your bloodstream. And when then that happens, your immune system has to attack the toxins and undigested protein, which then gives you issues with autoimmune issues. Look at the connection between leaky gut and autoimmune. It's, it's very common. Look at the connection between candida and autoimmune. Candida is a fungal infection which then can increase the chances of someone having IBS and IBD. Why? IBS and IBD are dysbiosis. It, a, a, we have a perfect example of someone showing exactly reversing their colitis on YouTube. His name is Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y, Holmes, H-O-N-N-A-S. I'm going to link the video in the description. This man had colitis to the part where he was not going to be here very longer. And he did research, the same research I had to do, the same research that I'm supporting you with right now, where he reversed his dysbiosis, his bad bugs versus good. So he repopulated his gut bacteria and reversed his colitis and has a before and after picture of his colitis on his, uh, his colonoscopy. Okay, so how to heal. Here's some things on how to heal, okay? I'm going to give you people that are smarter than me and their work, and then I'm going to give you my experience. The Fungus Link, get your hands on that book by Doug Kaufman. The book is called The Fungus Link, The Fungus Link. The Fungus Link shows that funguses are also the root cause of asthma, mental health issues like ADD and depression, digestion, women's health, allergies, heart health, arthritis, and pain. In the fungus link, he believes that green apples, as far as fruit, you should limit. He has phase one and phase two of dieting. Phase one, you can look this up, but it's in a book. Uh, phase one, he has you eliminate all starch, um, all starches except carrots because carrots have, you don't want to cook the carrot too much either. Carrots are antifungal. He also wants you to eliminate all high glycemic fruit except berries and green apples. Green apples are also antifungus. They have, they can kill, help you eliminate fungi in the body. He also, he, Green leafy vegetables, organic grass-fed free-range meats, and wild-caught meat. And he believes that dairy is okay. Okay? Organic dairy. Fatty organic dairy. The second reference, Paul Check healing fungus and parasite infections. I also want to link his videos. Um... Let me just make another note. I made a note already here, actually. I want to link his videos and watch this man talk about... I watched probably these videos in 2015 to 2020, probably 100 times each. Because when you have a fungal infection, 
You're going to learn that you have an addiction to sugar because they crave sugar and then you start craving sugar and then you, it's a long story, but you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. I want, you probably will listen to this podcast over and over again um, throughout the next couple months. It just as a reminder, um, his program, Healing Fungus and Parasite Infections is amazing. Paul believes and has the same things as Doug and he refers his work as well. But what he learned is if someone has candina, do not have dairy because candina thrives off dairy. But he believes if you have a deep fungal infection, if the fungus got into your digestive tract, you will forever have a fungal infection, which means you will forever have to be on an antifungal diet. What does that look like? A caveman diet. Green leafy vegetables, organic meats. Test out some nuts. If you're going to have nuts, make sure they're sprouted nuts. And low glycemic fruit. And I thought that was BS. I did not believe it. I did not believe it. I'm seven years in. And I'm like, I can reverse it. I have a deep fungal infection. It's in my digestive tract. I tried everything under the moon. The only thing that helps me is a caveman diet. Now, most of you are going to say, I don't know if I can do that for the rest of my life. I'm not saying that you have to. But just like if you're someone who really is over and really wants to heal, I'm going to walk you through a diet that I know and one of um, probably my next podcast, let's just say, I'll walk you through a diet. I'm giving you all the stuff now, but there's a specific diet that I do with clients, the foods, the way I cook it. There's diets that I do. I'm just going to call it the Be Great With Nate diet for now until I get a cool name that comes up. I use it for people with prediabetes, inflammation. Um, anytime I get a client that obesity, uh, allergies, fungal infection, I give them the same type of diet, which I have to make. It's I have to make a course on as well with like the food examples to show you the cooking process and things like that. But long story short, Paul Check believes if you have a deep fungal infection, you will forever have to be on a antifungal diet. Now, both of them do encourage you to repopulate your gut bacteria. What I found is do their, you know, research and their references in my experience, you can get a human grade probiotic usually is the best probiotic. You can get um, one from um, Whole Foods called Flora, F-L-O-R-A, Flora. And the Flora gut back, to, I mean, the uh, Flora probiotic, I usually get the 17 different adult strains. You could do more research on the strains if you like, okay? But you have to keep this refrigerated. And according to the references that I made, they believe that it's the best probiotic you can get your hands on outside of things like Kenny Holmes, what he shows in his YouTube of things like raw dairy that come with a great amount of uh, probiotics in it. Um, Paul Check says if someone has issues with dairy, try goat milk because goat milk is the closest to human mother milk and usually doesn't give so uh, such an issue as far as digestion. Okay. Now, the good back, the references that I made, you'll see Kenny, Kenny Holmes, he didn't go, he didn't eliminate no sugars or carbohydrates. He in, in uh, he basically improves his gut bacteria and then he increases prebiotics. Prebiotics are the fiber that feeds the good bugs so they can thrive. You can test these things out and start seeing what works for you, what doesn't work for you. One of the things you can start looking at is your bowel movements your sleep, your energy, your hunger, etc. So if you notice you're always hungry, trying to increase all your prebiotics, then go more of the Doug Kaufman, Paul Check way for a little bit for like a month or two, and then try increasing all these things as far as uh, prebiotics with bananas and things like that. If you notice you have blood sugar issues, I, I advise you to try uh, blueberries and try avocados. Keep it to those. So those are really two good. There's other great prebiotics, but those are easy ones to add into your diet. Here are my final thoughts. 
I went on an antifungal diet for a long time. I eliminated all sugar. I eliminated all carbohydrate. And I had this nasty fungal infection on one of my toes that I got in 2017. And I, no, I'm lying, 2016. I could not get rid of this thing. It was so embarrassing that we went, I didn't want to get a foot massage. I didn't want to go to the beach with you. Cause I, and if I did, I was at a good way of sticking my foot in the, in the sand. So you can't see it. Um, but nothing I, I was doing was eliminating it. And then one day I remember I, I was um, in the rush. I ate food and then I had to go to a client's house last year. And um, as I had that thing on my toe, I started getting ulcers popping out on my big finger and then on my arm. And they were like bores. They were like holes in my skin. And if I just scratch it, it starts to bleed and it scab nasty. I had like 10 of them on my arm right here. And then one big one, they look like uh, sores, like open sores. And I could not get rid of that. I couldn't get rid of my digestive issues at the moment. And I couldn't get rid of the toe. And then I remember like, yo, I'm not eating no sugar. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And then one day I was in a rush. I ate beef, got in a car. And as I was in a car, my big toe was itching so freaking much. And I said, oh my God. It's the beef. So I as soon as I eliminated beef, in two weeks, it disappeared. It took me seven years to figure it out. So then I thought red meat was bad and did all that. No, 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 no. I went to a farm, a farmer's market, found the farmer that was selling his red meat, started eating his red meat, and no longer had issues. It was the red meat that I was getting from Whole Foods that was organic and grass-fed. And it said it was organic and grass-fed, but it gave me a fungal infection over and over and over and over again. If I eat it today, I'll start getting a fungal infection, which then confirmed to me that when you start getting good with your body, you start learning the truth of what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And then you start learning the truth of is this food organic or not? I can go to a coffee shop and they can say organic coffee. And if I drink it, I can feel if it's organic or not. I know it sounds crazy, but when you do this for seven years, because you couldn't read growing up, you couldn't hold your anger growing up. You went in and out of depression growing up. You had a lot of trauma growing up. You was always fat growing up. You had three autoimmune diseases growing up. And then you start seeing your life change when you start feeding your body differently and you start feeling life. And then as soon as something takes that life feeling away, you can notice. And that's exactly why I notice so fast. So that is one of the things. Secondly, I have fructose malabsorption or intolerance. What does that mean? My body can't digest fructose. I don't think it ever could, but I used to always demonize sugar, like carbohydrates in total. Because anytime I had fruit, I got tired. Anytime I had a piece of chocolate, I got tired. Anytime I had any of that, I got tired. Now I can have a little French fry and I won't because it's glucose. Fructose and glucose are different. Sucrose, processed sugar is 50-50, 50% glucose, 50% fructose. What am I telling you? I Not only was I dealing with that one situation, then I went years of off and on with yeasty, fatty, smelly, floaty stool. Foul-smelling, fatty, smelly, floating stool. And I, up oh, fungal infection, up oh, fungal infection. And to this day, if I eliminated all fruits and I just have a little bit of uh, carbohydrate as far as starches here and there, I have great bowel movements. But as soon as I have a banana or berries or anything, my body creates bad stool. Why am I telling you that? Because if I have fructose malabsorption, which in, I just got diagnosed this year, I didn't know I had, but it makes perfect sense because I get dizzy, I get tired. So I, I used to think I was a diabetic and then my blood work came back not being a diabetic. I was confused. So look up in fructose intolerance and malabsorption. You would, may come across some things. When I came across this information, it blew me the freak away. Because if I'm not digesting that right, who is? Who's doing it for me? My, my buddies, fungi, they do it for me. They were doing it for me. 
Now, I can't eat a whole bunch of starches either, right? Because I created such an imbalance, I have a deep fungal infection. So, but what I am saying is, I want to give you those examples. Those are two things that meat from Whole Foods and the fruit are two things I cannot digest, metabolize, and assimilate well or at all, which then creates me to be out of balance with fungi. Okay? So, Remember when I told you those 16-year-old kids I used to work with in the gym and then myself on trying to fix the situation? The only way you can get a person, there's two ways you can get a person want to change their diet or change this lifestyle. Some people need more pain. So some people need to have so much freaking more pain in their life to actually wake up. That's why pain is there. Pain is a teacher. And fungal infections are teachers. Or you connect the pain to a child or to a person and show them how that is stopping them from accomplishing a dream. So the baseball players that I grew, there was a kid named Ben I used to work with. 6364, fastball, uh, I think it was. 73, 74 miles per hour at 16 years old, big boy. But they could not get him when he pitched. They couldn't get his back hip to twist in to finish the rotation of his pitch, which can increase the speed of his fastball. I did an assessment on him. After doing an assessment on him, I knew his right psoas muscle was too tight. So they would force him to twist harder to try to get the fastball to go. But I'm like, I told his father, he would never be able to do that until he has the ability to control his internal oblique on that side. The reason why he can't is because something is causing inflammation in his small intestines. The right side of your, your, your core muscle, if it's not working, that's the small intestine area. The left side is a large intestine. So Ben will come in every day, blow his nose. So much mucus. He had bumps on his arm. He had jock itch. I said, this guy got a fungal infection. How can I get him to throw a ball faster, get him stronger, and get him a college offer, help him get a scholarship if he has a fungal infection? So I had to, I used to dedicate, I used to work with these kids. Anytime I had a client that needed more work, I gave way more work than I was paid for. So these kids spent three times a week with me three hours, I probably spent six to seven hours with them. An hour of life coaching and nutrition and an hour of training. Long story short, I told Ben to look at his poop, to do these things. And I told Ben, you have dairy intolerance. You have issues with dairy. Don't eat dairy tomorrow. Come in. He came in the next day. His cheeks weren't red and he was no longer blowing his nose. Then I, I tested him on the Swiss ball. And I did some core testing with him. His core was working. Then I got him to do some hay bell wood chop with the cable machine to see if he can get finish full rotation through his pelvis. He was getting full rotation. Then he felt it in his core. Then I said, have dairy in the morning. He came back the next day, had dairy, couldn't do any of it. And I said, okay, now if you have dairy, you can't throw and you can't get through your pelvis. And I can't build your, your transverse abdominis and I can't help you rotate faster to throw and hit, which then can take away from you getting a scholarship. He's like, whoa, 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 we can't have that. I said, okay, good. Here's what I want you to do. Every day when you wake up and dairy comes across you and you want to eat dairy, ask yourself, is this bigger or better or worth killing my dream for? So I have a client, anytime we do that, a, a bad habit, if you, if you stop, like I, I used to bite my nails a lot, but if I stop and I go to bite my nails and I stop and ask myself, do I want to shake people's hands with fingernails like this? It destroys the thought even one to your fingers, right? It's called the sublime moment. It's the moment where you realize you're doing something subconsciously. So I told Ben, when you pick up some milk or you want to eat anything that you know is going to fire up that fungal infection and cause inflammation in your belly. Ask yourself, is this bigger than what's more important, this or my dream? And 
Every kid that I did that with, all the kids that I work with, especially that were in high school, are all on scholarships in college right now. All of them. And they're all conference. Their parents send me emails to this day. And the reason why I make, I make an example with kids right now is because it's very hard for a kid to have to change your diet when you're in school all day and there's cheese doodles and pretzels and candy and junk food around you all day. But that's how powerful this is. This is how if they can do it, you can do it as well. Okay, I will have the references below. Kenny Holmes, Doug Kaufman, and Paul Check. I really hope this podcast helped you. I took about an hour to write all my notes. Before these podcasts, I, I just started writing notes and started meditating and getting in a deep meditation. Sometimes I sit here and say, what, what podcast should I bring to the world today? And I will have two, three pens in front of me, and I will listen to music at 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning. And allow myself and allow my heart to guide me. And my heart guided me to this podcast today. So I really hope it guided me well. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed. Peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot. Post it on social media like your Instagram story or someone your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.